previously at the Macarius Avenue. Luke chapter 2, verse 22. Let me read from verse 21, Luke 2, 21. Luke 2, 21, are we there? And when eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child, his name was called Jesus. Jesus. Eight days had come and his name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was what? Say it, say it, say it. Hallelujah. So the angel gave the name before he was conceived in the womb. Let's go, verse 22. And when the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses, were accomplished, they were brought him to Jerusalem to present him what? to the Lord. So there was a purification system according to the custom of the Jews. It was part of Moses' law. So where there were different kinds of purifications. There were the washings. Baptism was part of, uh, of the purification. There were different kinds of purification. Almost about 7,000 of them. So if, if you're supposed to go according to Moses' law, you understand that the Jews did that because they realized that God was so pure or God is so pure. God is, not was. <laughs> God is so pure that you cannot approach a pure God with your imperfections. Hallelujah. A man is so full of imperfections. So uh, an impure man cannot approach a pure God. That is why if they even read the scrolls and they got to where the name of God was, they were going to do a ceremonial washing to even be able to pronounce the name of Yahweh. That will show you the reverence they give to God. So I think the New Testament, we don't, we don't see these things are very much important because of the message of grace. We say, oh, we come as we are. So it makes us not to really, really reverence the purity nature of God. We cannot just come as we are. Hallelujah. When you come, you must give that reverence to God. That you are coming to a holy and a pure God. Who may not just accept you just like that. Until there is a form of purification. And But they did it according to Moses' law. We will see it how God did it. So that before a Christian is accepted by God, even he's purified. Are you sure you are here? So he said, when... When the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were accomplished. So there was a particular system that the person had to go through, a purification system. To have to finish that purification system. Even in our traditional culture, I think that there is some purification system. Even for young ladies who are going to marry and all that, their accounts, they have bragro or whatever. They go through, the crowbars have the depot. There is a purification system. But that is a dangerous one. I think this one caught your attention. <laughs> That's the because you end up rather being impure. Glory to God. So just to set the basis of that. Number one, so the Jews firstly, God used water as a purification tool. So water is a purification tool. Now let's go. John chapter 3. John chapter 3, verse 23. John 3. John 3, verse 22. Let's go to 22 first. 
after these things came Jesus and his disciples into the land of Judea and there he tarried with them and baptized so Jesus was with them after he finished he baptized them hallelujah let's go and John also was baptizing in Anion near to Salem because there was much water there and they came and were baptized. Baptism was part of the Jewish purification system. But when John came, his, his kind of purification was different. And John also was baptizing in Anon near to Salem because there was much water there. And they came and were baptized, 24. For John was not yet cast into prison. Uh-huh. Then there arose a question between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purifying. So there were questions asking, why is John purifying people by dipping them into the water? When all we knew was sprinkling and washing. Glory to God. So they sprinkle water on you, they wash your feet, they wash you somewhere and they declare you purified. But John comes in and he comes in with a ragged mood of washing. John takes you and dip you straight into the water. That is why he was called John the Baptist. Baptist was not his surname. John the Baptist means that Job, the, the, the guy who dips people into water. Because Baptist there actually meant to dip into. Because John came with baptism. Which means that I catch you and I dip you into the water. Because John saw people as too sinful. That if you had to baptize, your sprinkling of water was not enough. So John would take you and push you into the water. And when you come out, he declares you, you are purified. So they look at John's method because John was a ragged prophet. He was the one that came with wild preachings. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. He called them well, uh, brood of vipers. Came with insults. And people are copying John the Baptist. Meanwhile, John the Baptist's time was gone. And there arose a question between some of John the disciples and Jews about purifying. Verse 26. And they came unto John and said unto him, Rabbi, he that was with thee beyond Jordan, to whom thou bearest witness, behold, the same baptized. And all men have gone to you. Say, John, the guy you baptized some time ago, he is also preaching and he also baptizing. So now they were wondering, are you the real guy or is he the real guy? Hallelujah. Verse 27. John answered and said, I can, a man can receive nothing except it be given from heaven. Because John agreed that Jesus was giving this from heaven. Clap your hand for the Lord. I can't feel you in the house. Just keep clapping. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So in the Old Testament, people were washed. But that alone couldn't clean them. They still had stains. Glory to God. But in the New Testament, God also cleanses us. But he cleanses us. The Bible says he cleanses us. We are washed by the water of his word. Glory to God. So when we come in in church, you are washed. I'm preaching the word of God like this. There is a purification system. Come, you see that fear is a pollutant. But when you hear the word, fear is washed away. Glory to God. You, you, you hear things and you, you, you feel like, God, what is happening? Because what you hear will affect your quality of life. But when you come, you hear words that wash away the fear. 
Where's that wash away craziness? Can the amen be louder? Say, I'm being washed right now. Are you sure you are here? Say, I'm being washed. I'm being washed. So secondly, God cleanses with blood. Blood was a powerful form of purification. Hebrews chapter 9. Verse 22. Hebrews 9.22. Are we there? And almost all things are by the law purged with blood. See, everything by the law is sealed or purged or cleansed by the blood. And without shedding of blood, there is no remission. It means that in it, in it, there is no shedding of blood and you are just washed. You are actually not purely purified. You are not properly washed. You know, some people can bath and they have not bathed properly. You can pass your hand here and realize that there is still some dirt. You, you understand? So that was what the ceremonial cleansings were for. To just make you look okay. But the purification through the blood came with the remission of sins. Real cleansing. Can I get a very big amen? Verse 23. It was therefore necessary that the patterns of things in heavens should be purified with thee. So he said that the patterns of heaven, nothing can be purely purified without the blood. But the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. Because they were purifying with the blood of bulls and goats and sheep. But there is a better sacrifice. And that sacrifice was the sacrificial lamp of God himself. Because they were bringing their own lamp. But God brought up his own lamp. A sinless lamp. Pure and holy. And by the shedding of the blood of Jesus. We have all been purified. Oh, this is your amen. Say, I'm purified by the blood of Jesus. That is why if a man is purified by the blood of Jesus, he has nothing to stand in anywhere to condemn his fellow man. Because with his own blood, he cannot purify himself. There is only one purification blood. That purifies the one that looks good and the one that looks bad. So in the kingdom of God, it is not about how good you are. It's not about how bad you are. Both the good and the bad, God counts them all impure without the blood. That is why a man can say me, I have never done anything bad. And therefore, I give to the poor. I give to orphans. Therefore, if I die, I will make it to heaven. If he dies, he will not make it to heaven. Because his sin, which is the Adamic nature, which has not been remitted, can lead him to hell. So it doesn't matter the good things that he is doing, he is still impure. That is why you see unbelievers, all these people who go to church, look at the what they are doing. If a sinner keeps coming to church, or a Christian who is sinning keeps coming to church, and he is still being cleansed, and he receives repentance, he is far better than the guy who has never stepped in church and think that he's moral, he's pure, he's holy because he has not done something that a so-called Christian has done before. Who can lay charge on the elect of God? No man. Clap your hands for the Lord. Many Christians are not bold about what Jesus did on Calvary. 
So they allow somebody who has not accepted the Lord Jesus, whose blood has not been cleansed, who has not been purified, will pull them down. Therefore, me, I don't go to church, but I'm better than you. On which standard? On which standard? On your own standard. Because God is so pure that by your own standard, you are still impure. It will take the perfect blood of Jesus to cleanse all mankind. And if you have received that, you have been rendered purified. Now you can come to God, not because of your righteousness. You can come to God, not because you give to the poor. You can come to God because we all have one denominator. That denominator is the blood of Jesus. That has cleansed me. So the guy that committed abortion can come to church because he's been cleansed by the purifying blood of Jesus. The one who has not even done it before too is the same. He can also come to church because we are all being purified by the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is the purification power. And when you receive Receive it. You got it. Can I get a very big amen? amen? He talks about in the book of Revelation, people were cast into the blood. Oh, Jesus. Imagine you had a white stain, like I'm wearing a white shirt. This white dress is stained. And I put it in a, in a blood. What am I expecting? When it comes out, it might be red. But the blood of Jesus, you casting it, it comes out whiter than it went inside. Today, may you be purified by the blood. That is why it is called the blood of Jesus. We speak better things than the blood of Abel. When people are calling vengeance on your head, that blood purifies you. Oh, say, I'm being purified right now. Look, shake someone and say, hey, you are purified by the blood. Look, God is so holy that it's not what you think you have done right. Because in what you think you are doing right, you could even be sinning in your, your thinking that you are right. But the denominator is the blood. So every time when I come, we see the blood. He said, we see the blood. And when the angel of death even comes, when he sees the blood, he passes over us. Can the amen be louder? See, I'm purified by the blood of Jesus. No fasting can purify you. If a man sins, he cannot fast for 40 days and be purified. He will still be impure. When you sin, the only thing that can cleanse you is the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Can the amen be louder? If your shirt is dirty, you need a detergent. You can't go and do other things and think that because you did that, by the time you come, your dress is clean. No, you can't go and cook for your dress to be clean. That dress needs a detergent. It needs some power zone. In Ghana, now we have power zone. All our zones. Whether power zone, power zone, when you put it inside, it will take away the stains. This morning, may every stain in your spirit, soul, and body be cleansed. By the purifying power of the blood. In the mighty name of Jesus. Not only did he cleanse us from sin. He cleanses us from diseases. Because diseases also make us impure. If you read through the Bible, you realize that those who even had leprosy were not made to come into the people. Because they were came unclean. Hallelujah. So when people came in, the Bible said Jesus went about healing the sick, cleansing the lepers. The lepers were unclean. There are diseases that make you look unclean. Even you, you can't come in, in, in among people. If blood is oozing out of you, every, you can't come out among people. If boils hit you all over your body, like Job, you can't come out among people. If you start looking some way and uh, you, you start growing lean, everybody will be asking you, are you sick? What is happening? You don't even want to come among people. But thanks be to God. 
for the blood of Jesus that can cleanse us from all diseases, impurities of the body. Oh, may every disease in your body be cleansed. I can't feel you in the house. Let the amen be louder. May every impurity in your body be cleansed by the power of the blood of Jesus. Can the amen be louder? Say, I'm being cleansed right now. Yeah, and because of the blood, we have access. Access to receive healing. Because the blood is still powerful. Efficacious blood. Can the amen be louder? Oh, I receive healing through the blood. I receive the cleansing of, of my, my spirit, soul, and body through the blood. I'm pure because the blood has cleansed me. Can the amen be louder? Some people believe they are pure because they have not done some things. That is called self-righteousness. If not, you always be comparing your Christianity to another man. Your Christianity must not be compared to anybody. Your Christianity must be compared to Jesus. Because Jesus is your standard. The pastor is not your standard. That is why some people cannot take it when a pastor does something wrong. They say, look at this, a pastor, he did this wrong. I'm, I'm leaving Christianity. Leave Christianity and go to hell. When you go to hell, you would go and tell the devil that it's because of this pastor, that is why I left Christianity. He's a hypocrite. Let somebody's hypocrisy take you to hell. But Jesus is the standard. That is why when you compare yourself to Jesus, you will always be falling short. I don't know that when you compare yourself to another person, you think that you are better. Because, because you didn't lie and the guy lied, anytime you see him as a liar, you think you are better. But you too, you are a thief. Not a thief plainly as you go to somebody's house. You're stealing from your boss. If it was thousand, you recorded hundred Ghana, you divided it by ten. People are doing so many crazy things. But because their part has not been seen, they have declared that this person is this way. But if you compare yourself to Jesus, you realize that you are always falling short. And when you think like that, you always look up to the blood. That's why I like the, the, the song. It is God that shows us mercy. Oh, the blood brings mercy. Anytime Jesus' blood comes in, mercy and atonement. Mercy and atonement. Clap your hands for the Lord. Shout mercy and atonement. Say it again. Oh, somebody's hearing it. Ah, thank God for the blood. Now I can go and do anything. And when I come in, all I'll do is that I'll just say the blood. Then I'll be cleansed. You will die. Because Jesus said, no, don't, don't tempt God. When you do that, you are actually tempting God. You are actually trying to trample on the foot of the blood of the Lord Jesus. And he said that such people, it is impossible. Having this thing, they say it is impossible to restore such a one. So when you look at it that way and you say that I'm going to do so, so and so. So that when I finish the blood, because the blood is the cleansing power, you have deviated from grace. May God give us wisdom. May God give us wisdom. Can the amen be louder? Are you sure you are here? The other one is the power of the word of God. The word of God itself has its cleansing ability. Psalm 126. Psalm 1, Psalm 1, Psalm 12, sorry. Psalm 12, verse 6. Psalm 12, verse 6. Psalm 12. 
the words of the Lord are pure words. God's words have been already been purified. They are pure words. Somebody say pure words. A silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified. Purified. So the word of God has been purified seven times. It has gone through a furnace. So the word of God is purer than anything on the earth. So when a man needs to be cleansed, he got to go to the word. So look at that. We wash by water. We wash by the word, uh, by, by the blood. And you can be washed by the word of God. Now Jesus comes in and didn't do any of the ceremonial cleansings. He comes in and somebody is sick. He cleanses the person by the word. When people are infested in demons, they are not pure. Anybody that is under demonic oppression is not pure. When Jesus cast out the demons, then you become pure. So there is a demon in you this morning. That demon got to go. It is causing some impurity in your soul. Now a Christian cannot be possessed by demons, but can be oppressed by demons in his soul. Demons can speak to you. Demons can inspire your decisions. Somebody you are there. I feel like hey, this person. Demons are talking to you. He said, knock him. Demons are talking. Tell him your peace of mind. Demons are talking. Steal that money. Demons are talking to you. They inspire you through your thoughts. And you do things that will derail you from the path of God. Therefore, my ears are blocked from demonic influence. Oh, I can't feel you. Say, my ears are blocked from demonic influence. The pure word of God comes in and cleanses me. So there is a woman caught in adultery. They come in and Jesus looks and says, anyone who has not sinned, cast the first stone. Everybody else tried to cast the stone. They couldn't cast the stone. And he, when they left, Jesus asked them, Jesus asked the woman, where are your accusers? And he said, nobody's here. And Jesus said, go and sin no more. Thy sins are forgiven. What? Just like that? Because those days for your sin to be forgiven, you got to go buy a bull or a goat and take it to the priest. Hallelujah. But now Jesus comes in and with one word, your sins are forgiven. So we are cleansed by the word of God. And Jesus sent out forth. He said, whosoever you forgive their sins, their sins are forgiven. This morning, may every sin be forgiven. Uh, somebody said that he's being blasphemous. Jesus sent them. He said, whoever you forgive their sins, their sins will be, if you retain their sins, their sins shall be retained. It means that the ones that are sent, by the time they're about to release God's blessing, they can tell you that your sins are forgiven. And immediately your sins are forgiven, you can receive. Sometimes sins are what stops people from receiving healing. They want to receive healing, their sin may stop them. Bitterness is in their heart. Things are in their heart, they cannot receive. Glory to God. But when the word of God, which is pure, tested seven times without fail, when it comes in, your spirit, soul, and body is rendered pure. That's why the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. It's able to cut through the soul, cut through the spirit, and even the bone and the marrow, it can separate them. It means that when the power of the word of God hits you, impure tongues can be cleansed by the word of God. Your soul can be cleansed by the word of God. That is why when you wake up in the morning, speak the word. 
I confess I'm the righteousness of God. I speak. My mind is alert. My mind is cleansed. My spirit is cleansed. My soul is cleansed. God's word in your mouth is as powerful as God's words in his own mouth. When you speak it over your life, you are pure. You are being cleansed. You walk out of your room purified. And angels will stay with you. Angels will be with you. Why? The Bible says, even the angels of glory, they they excel by the word of God. Anywhere the word of God is consistent, angels ascend and descend. When the word of God is consistent in your home, angels ascend and descend. When you play it in your car, angels ascend and descend. When you begin to do other things, they attract demons. This morning, may you be cleansed by the word of God. I can't feel you in the house. Shake somebody say, you are cleansed. You are cleansed by the word. You are cleansed by the word. That is why when you go to a place, the Bible said that Jesus' gracious words came out of his mouth. When you go there and you realize that you are the minister that carried gracious words. No matter how impure the place is, you can speak the holiness of God. You can enter into an atmosphere and cleanse the place with your words. You say, Father, I come in in the name of Jesus. I declare this atmosphere sanctified. That is why we sanctify your car. You bring a car, we pray over it, we declare it sanctified, it is sanctified. You get into an atmosphere where people are misbehaving. You can walk in there and say, hello guys, I declare this place sanctified. Don't look at you and say, look at this crazy guy. But Christianity is for crazy people. You got to go and say that place is cleansed, cleansed, sanctified. You enter your office and say, Father, thank you for this office. It's sanctified. Anybody brings anything impure to pollute the atmosphere, Father, it cannot stand. I speak the pure words of God over the atmosphere. Let angels ascend and descend in this atmosphere. And you finish it as I've declared it, Father, let it be. May angels hold the word and let it come to pass. And to this morning I declared, all oh, this atmosphere is sanctified. Your spirit soul body is sanctified, purified. Can the amen be louder? So God, a consciousness, you walk around thinking, I'm purified. Purified. God accepts me because I'm purified. My purification is not by myself. I'm purified by the word. I'm purified by the blood. And as I'm moving every day and now, I'm a purified Christian. Hey, I can't hear you. Are you a purified Christian? Why are you purified? You are purified by the blood. You are purified by the word. And as I'm preaching this morning, some things are leaving your body. Because you are being purified by the word. Your mind is being changed. The Bible says by the renewing of our mind. So when you hear the word of God, the garbage in the mind is being cleansed. It's like God is like, the word comes like a zoom lion rig. There are things in your soul that are dead. And the word of God comes, it is raking it out. Raking it out. Raking it out of your system. May everything that is not of God be raked out of your system. My mind is pure. Because my mind is pure, I think pure thoughts. Because my body is pure, my body does pure things. Because my soul is pure, my soul does pure things. Hey, in case any impurity enters it, I can still purify myself. By the word of God and through the blood of Jesus. Can the amen be louder? Say, I accept the blood. Say it, say it, say it. I can't feel you. Say, I accept the blood. The blood cleanses me every day of my life. 
I'm cleansed right now. I'm cleansed right now. I'm cleansed right now. Spirit, soul, and body. Glory to God. Clap your hands and shout glory. Clap your hands. Shout glory. Say, I'm a purified son of God. You got to have a stubborn faith. If not, your own fellow Christian who didn't die for you can so judge you and you feel so bad. Look at you hypocrites. Then now you are going to church and all you're thinking about how hypocritic you are. Did a guy die for you? Ask the guy by you. Have you died before? Did you die for me? Ask him. Did you die for me? Oh, when people do wrong, must we not say it? No, we got to say it. But we got to say it through the word of God. In the spirit of meekness. Trying to help the person up. Because by God's standard, we are all not there. The only reason why God will, see, will receive even your prayer is that I receive your prayer because of Jesus. That is why you pray in the name of Jesus. If you go in your own name, it won't work. Father, I come in the name of Daniel. Who is he? I come in the name of Putin. It won't work. <laughs> it won't work. <laughs> it won't work. You got to come in the name of Jesus. That is why we are Jesus conscious. Because if it's only us, it's not going to work. Look at somebody say, if it is only you, it won't work. Tell him, it is good to do good. But God is not looking at your goodness. He's looking at what Jesus has done. Can the amen be louder? Shout, if, shout Father, thank you for Jesus. Shout it again. I give the biggest tithe. So God must hear my prayer. God said, I won't hear it. That's what the Bible says. Even the prayers of the sinner is an abomination to God. The guy who is a sinner is going to pray to a holy God. It's an abomination. That's why the Jews did all the ceremonial cleansings. Could you realize that even to pray, they have to wash their mouth. That's the essence of ablution. Do you remember the Jews? The Jews started ablution, and the Muslim copied it. They are also trying to tell you how holy Allah is, and that they cannot enter into the temple of God without washing themselves because they look impure. But that is an outward washing. There's nothing wrong in trying to do ablution and coming to church. There's nothing wrong. You can do your own, but it's not accepted. Because what is accepted in the New Testament is the cleansing of the blood. Can the amen be louder? So the Muslim will do the yeah, we'll do, yeah, clean it. They even wash their mouth. Because they know that their mouth is not even holy to go and talk to Allah. No matter how much you have brushed your teeth with pestilent crest or anything, close up, whatever, your mouth cannot smell that good in the presence of Almighty Allah. You have to wash it. Purify your mouth before you go to Allah. But thank God for the word. Our mouth can be cleansed by the word of God. He said the words are pure. When we speak the word, it cleanses us both inside out. Look at somebody. You are clean by the word of God. Look, by the prophetic anointing, I can point somebody here by the spirit as the Lord leads me and let them know how impure they are. 
You may think that because the person did something bad. No. I can just pick up something impure in their thoughts. As they are thinking right now. Because Jesus had the ability. By the time the Jews thought, he spoke what they were thinking. They said, what kind of man is this? So even your thoughts alone may not help you to even come into the presence of God. That is why when you wake up and you don't devote any time for prayer, any time for the word of God, you are telling God that you are a very pure guy and that you can handle your own affairs. So the reason why we do devotion, I'm concluding with this, devotion is an essential part of our ceremonial cleansings. That it does not the time we are praying that God give me something. It's a time we present our bodies as a living sacrifice before God, knowing that throughout the day we have contacted some forms of impurities through the things we have heard, through the things we have seen, and that when we present ourselves to the Word of God, as we are hearing the Word, reading the Word, the Word of God is cleansing us. That is why those when you pray a lot, sometimes you feel like you are righteous. It's just a feeling. Because prayer in itself, as you're speaking the word of God, is cleansing you. That is why every now and then, speak the word all around you. I'm a child of God. I am winning always. I speak the mind of God. I speak the thoughts of God. Can the amen be louder? Don't be a timid Christian. When you're doing that at your workplace, you realize that some people be calling you, oh, look at them. Look at them. I'm going to tell you, oh, look at you. Never be intimidated by any man. That is the essence of Christianity. Because the Jews wanted to intimidate Jesus' disciples. When they fast, they believe that everybody must fast. So they came to Jesus and said, your people are not fasting. They are not eating. Hey, they are not fasting. They are just eating. Jesus said, leave them alone. I came to die for them. As long as I'm around, let them eat. A time will come, they will fast. So if you are fasting, fast your fasting. If you are not fasting to feast your feasting. Don't let somebody who is fasting condemn you because that is his days of fasting. Very soon, you to your days of fasting will come. Can the amen be louder? So I submit to you. There we look. If every day submit one hour for devotion, every day one hour, one hour present yourself. And when you do that, the Bible calls it you are humbling yourself before the Lord. Early morning, one hour. You are just with God. You are telling God indirectly that God, I'm coming to you as an impure person, that you, as I study the word of God, through the studies of God's word, your presence will come and purify me. I will go out there this morning. There's so many things out there, but I want you to wash me by the word. You see how in the morning you bath, you take your bath, you make up, make up, and you go. You have just done your body. Your spirit is still impure. And you are carrying your impious soul and spirit out there. Looking nice on the outside. By being dirty on the inside. If you took your bath in the morning. You got to take a spiritual bath. By putting yourself under the mercies of God. And say father I study your word to be purified. I pray this morning to be purified. I'm going out there purified Christian. Spirit, soul and body. Can the amen be louder. That is why we come to church. You come to church every time to hear the word of God. Your mind is purified. And sometimes some of you have some very impure thoughts. Sometimes you feel like I'm going, I will die, I will die. They are impure thoughts. Demons are speaking to you that you are going to die. But when you hear the word of God, you say, I shall live and not die. No matter the disease, I shall live and not die. 
I'm cleansed by the word. You know, sometimes life in its challenges can come and it will look like, will I ever be rich? Will I ever cross this level? Yes, of course, I shall cross this level. Why? The word of God says he makes me to triumph always in everything. The word of God makes me to understand that. For we know that the word... Uh, for we know, oh, why am I forgetting the scripture? The grace of our Lord is that, that though he was what? But for our sake, he became what? That we through his poverty will become rich. Therefore, I will cross the financial level. Not by my might, but by the mercies of God. Because he had done it on the cross of Calvary. Can you shout and say, Jesus, thank you for your purification power. Thank you for efficacy power. So when you approach God, ah, the Father, you are holy. This is what we sing. You are holy. Oh, so holy. Let that come. So going to a holy God. And he has cleansed me. And because he has cleansed me, I can come and stand in his presence without feeling any sense of inferiority complex. Don't let another man pull me down. You know, sometimes somebody is actually even struggling to pray. People go through a whole lot of things. Some people want to give up on their Christianity. So when you come in and they do something small and you over rebuke them, pointing their sins on them and say, look at a Christian. You have put yourself at the standard and God will judge you with the same judgment. If you cannot help the person up, leave the person and let the person still. Some people struggle. They wake up, they fall. The Bible called them feeble knees. Their knees are like this. Tomorrow morning, every little thing will fall, but they'll keep rising. A righteous man shall fall seven times and he shall rise. No matter how feeble your knees are, this morning, may your knees receive strength. May your knees receive strength. Say, I'm purified in my mind. Purified in my soul. And purified in my spirit. Do we have purified people here? If you are purified, can I hear a very big amen? If you are thinking that you are not purified and you are not shouting the amen please shout the amen louder amen. why are you purified by the blood so if you believe that the blood is still working in heaven let your amen be louder amen. shake somebody and say hey you are so purified by the blood of the lamb don't allow the things you did yesterday pull you down Today is another day to live holy, to live righteous, and walk as a purified child of God. Can the amen be louder? And that is where the scripture said to the pure. All things are pure because I have been purified.